This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello, everybody. Before we start today's show, Aaron and I would like to talk to you about a great sponsor we have for today called TrueNiagen. From head to toe, your body is made up of trillions of cells, which are busy performing their specific functions to keep you healthy and resilient. Now, to keep up with all that work, a lot of work your body has to do. A lot of work. It's a those, lot of work. Those cells really are is. working overtime. You need a sufficient supply of an essential molecule called NAD+. And it must be maintained for cells to perform their normal functions, which include creating ATP for cellular energy, repairing your cells, and supporting healthy mitochondria. Yes. Okay, many common lifestyle factors that can decrease your cells' NAD plus supply include alcohol consumption. Guilty. <clears throat> Guilty. Excess sun exposure. Guilty. <laughs> Poor diet. Yeah, post-Super post Bowl. <laughs> Guess who overdid it? And even environmental factors such as pollution. Come on, Los Angeles. Hanging out in the smog. <laughs> myself, yeah. I, what am I doing to my cells, Aaron? I'm not. I I'm don't. Not, I, I, you're destroying them uh, to their core, Stanger. And I had to be the one to tell you. Yep. Well, that's why I'm so pleased that we sponsored with True Niagen so that I can take Niagen as a supplementation because over six human clinical trials have demonstrated that daily supplementation with NR, known as Niagen, can safely and effectively elevate your NAD plus levels, giving you, uh, giving each one of your hardworking cells exactly what they need to perform their best. And I love my guys and gals, and I need them to be doing their best. So I want them to have all the NAD plus that they need. Yeah. Truniagen is a supplement that gives your cells what they need. It addresses the non-visible signs of aging, like cellular energy production and helps support heart and muscle health. Yep. It's backed by science, guys. Truniagen is one of the most well-researched patented supplements because it has been researched by some of the top scientific institutions in the world. Since taking true niagen, I feel at peace knowing it is researched by the top scientific institutions in the world. Right now, new customers can save 20% off their first purchase by going to trueniagen.com slash dumbbells and use code dumbbells exclamation point. That's true T-R-U-N-I-A. G-E-N dot com slash dumbbells, code dumbbells, to save 20% off your first purchase. TrueNiagen.com slash dumbbells, code dumbbells. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now, let's start the episode. Certified personal trainer and brand new fan of Howlin' Braves. This is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer and primal scream therapist. You have found The Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Where we are committed to bringing you inspiration, motivation, and sometimes information. <laughs> uh, hey, Dumbbells. Like- Oh, what? No, go ahead. Go ahead. 
No, you gonna okay, step on my hey dumbbells? Let's I get dumb line. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Go ahead. <laughs> hey dumbbells, let's get dumb. Da dum dum dum. I was gonna say I felt a little bit like uh, Reverend Lovejoy from The Simpsons. Ah, uh, mm. show I couldn't watch as a child because of my Christian parents. <laughs> <laughs> but I showed them when COVID hit and watched about 16 episodes. So suck it. I'm uh, sorry. My parents are great. They, they don't need to. No, they're it, the but, best. You know. They're the best. Um, but Reverend Lovejoy. Reverend Lovejoy. Yeah. That's <laughs> you not, felt like him when you said inspiration? I, I kind of. Yeah, I kind of had a little. Uh, it's. I slipped into that kind of preacher speak a little bit maybe i don't know maybe not it, what listen i'm not saying it's a dead on impression impression <laughs> but i'm saying that it it felt like that in my mind and unless you're in there with me you don't know so. yeah and we're not we are not um singer that reminded me i just watched nightmare alley have you oh, seen this movie it. yes i loved it did you like it okay a uh, couple of thoughts real quick. We're going to be talking about P90X. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What uh, we're here for. Yes. So we, Aaron and I both did a P90X class. We did the plyometrics class. We'll give you a little bit more specifics on all of that. When we did it, we did an hour long plyometrics class, Aaron's choice. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and so we'll talk about that. We both did it. Um, we'll review it. Let you guys know our experience. We're going to answer one or two listener questions. We have, they're piling up. We got a lot. So we are, we're going to, we're going to pay those off one or two. We'll see what we have time for. Um, but then we can talk a little bit of Oscar prestige movies. If you want, it is that time of season. I did see nightmare alley. I have a couple of thoughts on it, but you can start. Ultimately, uh, I, I'll say I'm glad I watched it. And there's a lot that I enjoyed about it. I have a few issues that, that I'll explain to you. Okay, I appreciate that. I My main issue is, you know, any movie over one and a half hours does make me want to <laughs> die. But I like this one enough that I was happy to split it up. So we watched like an mm. hour and a half and then an hour later. Very, very much loved Bradley Cooper, which I don't always like care about Bradley Cooper and was, you know, his character was the plorable i guess but like also the last scene i was like hands down i was like you are awesome i just like i like a, a um i like someone that knows who they are you know yeah um but i also love kate blanchett that she can wear clothes and that red lipstick that doesn't come off when she's kissing Bradley Cooper. I mean, where does she find that? I used to freaking try to w wear red lipstick and play trombone. And that was the dumbest idea I ever had, but I really tried it for like four years. Anyway, I just, I loved it. Uh, okay. So I have a lot of the same thoughts. It's interesting. Like a lot of the, uh, the, the women I've spoke to about it really like, Bradley Cooper in it and think he's handsome in this maybe and didn't before, but like for mm -hmm. some reason him in this, they liked, I, I think he's a really good actor. I respect the hell out of him. I thought he had good moments in this. You're right. That end, we won't spoil it is amazing. And I think the yeah. whole, you know, you just, you have that ending and you just work backwards from that. And he crushes it at the end. I do think that he was wrong for the part. I feel like he's too old for the part. 
Ooh, interesting. I, I don't know who you find. I know originally they were they were out to DiCaprio and he was going to do it. And even he, I think, is too old for it. I think DiCaprio 10 years ago would have been perfect. Yeah. Because I think for it to really, it's this kind of neo-noir, horror-noir uh, type movie. And I think for it to really, to really gut you, you have to care about his relationship with uh, Rooney Mara, the electric girl. And yeah. I don't, I, there, cause there's this moment, like they, they have the moment on the carousel, which is supposed to be really uh, exciting. And then they kind of leave mm. together. And that's kind of one movie. They're like, Oh wow. They have their whole future. Like he's got the book, you know, yep. it's questionable what he did to get it, but he's got it and they can go off and now he's happy. He's got the girl. And then you start the second kind of darker half to where he has everything he wanted, but then he's miserable. And I think you should really be crushed by their relationship not working. And he just, I don't know, maybe seemed too old. I just didn't care about them being together. So when yeah. she's finally like, you know, I, you know how I was able to do that electricity is I knew how much I could endure and then finally, when I had enough, I, I knew when to call it. And she's saying, so between us, like I've had enough. And I just felt no emotion. <laughs> I was just like, okay. Uh, that okay. is a really good point. I, yeah. I wonder if they left some of that on the on the cutting room floor. Because that's something that you can really miss in, in, when you're editing, I think. Is like, oh yeah, you need to make people see enough of this so that they care. And you're I mean, right. It's, it's it's possible, but it that ain't a short movie. I mean, they're you know they're giving themselves <laughs> two and a half hours to fucking do true. it. You know, true. I mean, I'm true. Like, uh, so, but all like the carnival stuff and the way that uh, Guillermo del Toro made that stuff look, it looks amazing. I like this kind it of does. bruised bruised color palette he uses. Mm -hmm. He kind of did yep. it in uh, Shape of Water. These kind of interesting. They they released it in black and white to give it like a real noir feel. <clears throat> And then all oh, the history, cool. all the history around that book and the author of that book is really twisted and weird. It, it was, it was a, originally a 19, it, the book was written in 46. They did a movie about it in 47, which was crazy because of the code at the time that they were able to, because the book is really brutal yeah. as you can tell by the movie. And this so- This is a they, book? I want to read yeah. this book. Well, and the author, you know, this book is this kind of oddly- semi-autobiographical and he was obsessed with carnival and and freaks and the geek experience and all that in these shows and he was this real tragic guy that ultimately committed suicide in the same hotel room that he wrote this book in he never really uh, he, this book was a sensation and he never really achieved anything at, i mean wrote other stuff but it was never on the level of this book and he had this wife he had a wife who left him and married c.s lewis and he was obsessed with C.S. Lewis. Yeah. And even, even after his wife left him and was with him, he still liked and respected C.S. Lewis. Like he couldn't, he, he just he couldn't let that go. Couldn't let that go. As wow. Well. And there's something, wow. I, I was listening to Del Toro do an interview about it. He talked about the guy having two cards in his pocket when they found his dead body and like what the, what was written on the cards was really weird. And I don't know. Yeah, there's a Crazy. but there's so much cool stuff in this movie. I I'll say ultimately I I liked it. It was just those were my issues, and I I don't know who you cast for it that would make that would satisfy me because I thought Cooper's acting was amazing. It was just more a feel. Like I felt like to really show the arc of this kind of wide wide eyed naive person that ultimately becomes cynical. I just felt like he was already too old. 
um, when he was like, uh, like a know, little Tom, a, what's his name? Tom Holland. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, I lost you. But he's you. too, he, can you hear me now? Oh, you're you back. You're back. Whoo. Yeah. Close call. Okay. Uh, Tom Holland feels too young. <laughs> well, I can't, I'm not a casting director singer, but what about Robert Pattinson? Uh, that could be good, but even he, you know, maybe Pattinson, maybe. I don't know. He's he's, kind, he's in that he's in that middle range, right? He's younger than Cooper. He is, but he doesn't feel uh, he doesn't feel mid middle America to me or Midwest to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, feel I'll, keep, am- I'll I'll think about it. He doesn't feel American. This is a very <laughs> American. He's not, you know, and he can oh do an gosh. American. He can do an American accent, but I mean, the character needs to feel real kind of. American somehow. I don't know. <laughs> I have to tell this really fast. Do I don't know if you've heard of the movie. Remember me. Oh yeah. 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 Have we talked about it on this podcast before? I, I hope not because it's really not that good of a story, but it came out like, I don't know, 12 years ago um, on Valentine's day or around Valentine's day. And me and my girlfriends went to go see it. Cause we were like, it's romantic comedy. Let's go see it. It ends with the, you know, the reveal that it's happening on this movie has happened right before September 11th, 2001. And all of us were just quiet. And then we begin to realize all the actors in this movie were not from America. <laughs> they were all from, all, we were like, every American was like, no, I won't do that movie. <laughs> These guys are like, yeah, sure. We can do an accent, American accent. It was the most, it was awful. That was the worst movie experience I've ever had ever. <laughs> we were eating our popcorn, eating our bonbons. And then it was like 9-11 jokes on you guys. So that was, uh, that was Valentine's day, which we just had. Yeah, that's, <laughs> It's weird. Just imagine a, a, a just a room full of girls ready to see Robert Pattinson act, and then just yeah. September eleventh movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Uh, Anyways, yeah, man. Look, I get it. Um, what are you gonna do? You know, you take. What a are you shot. gonna do? It's re- it's rare that we get surprised by a movie anymore. But I remember going to see Stepmom around the holidays because it looked like a little like fun. Like a um oh no <laughs> yeah I mean they kind of yeah. marketed it like a funny rom com because it's like oh it's the new mom and the the kids love their their other mom and they, but there was like even in the and it's in the movie but they have like a little sing along to uh, yeah oh yeah ain't no, ain't mountain, no mountain high, high. yeah yeah <laughs> and I was like okay I can I can handle this kind of fluff you know and then it just is fucking brutal <laughs> I did like the saddest. Ed Harris has got a good moment to where he proposes to Julia Roberts of Julia Roberts. Right. Yeah. And he ties, he ties like a, he has like this whole like little saying about a ring and tied to them. And like, he ties the ring around her finger and you think that's what it's going to be. And then he slides the actual engagement ring down the twine onto her finger. Remember Mm -hmm. that moment? Yeah. Sweet. (laughs) Anyway, uh, 
I guess we can answer some questions. I mean, what did yeah, you have any? Um, did you Do have, I have any, any updates? S- Super Bowl thoughts, updates. Our Rams won. Your so, band- Super Bowl thoughts. My bandwagon fan paid off. Um, the amount of fireworks. How did your dog do with fireworks? She's pretty good because oddly we got her. She's a pandemic firework dog. Because they were wow, very specific tons and tons of. Yeah, there's oddly tons and tons of fireworks during the pandemic. And so she's just kind of conditioned to it a little bit. I mean, so it's it's not great, but she she doesn't know life without fireworks, it seems like. I, I mean, honestly, that's a dream when it was the Rams winning and I was like, Poncho, come on, let's go outside and go potty. And that's the new puppy. And he's he's about to be five months old. And that's kind of a scaredy cat age anyway. And oh boy, he peed in the house. He pooped in the house. It Aww. was he was not going anywhere. So, you know, I'm happy for the Rams. I'm happy for Los Angeles, but Poncho is still scared to go outside when it's, when it's dark. So that's, it's been three days. Oh, poor Poncho. I, I wouldn't trade I the win. Know. I wouldn't trade the win, unfortunately, because a longtime Rams fan. And so happy to see them <laughs> win. No. And I will say, I don't want to spoil anything about this uh, P90X workout. But I did that yesterday, and then I did a workout today that had more jumping than I normally do. And I was like, I just feel rickety. Like, I feel like an old ass woman. (laughs) So uh, my my knee is kind of, there's nothing wrong with it. It just kind of like feel like I feel it, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's just kind of where I'm at. You didn't scale it Pam style. Scale it Pam style. Oh yeah. yeah. Perfect Pam. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I even did some of the things I, I did a little bit well, differently than hold on. Than, well, hold on. We'll get I to know it. I won't, I won't get to it too much. Okay. You want a question? Yeah. Let's do a question. Let's see what the uh, the folks the folks that are listening at home are clamoring to hear stuff. I know there's a lot of questions about Nightmare Alley, my thoughts on casting. So I think we answered those sufficiently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We we did cover those questions that people have been pouring in on. I want I want the I want the bad reviews once again. Stanger goes on and on about poor casting <laughs> choices in Oscar prestige films. This is a fitness <laughs> podcast. It has nothing to do with Nightmare Alley. <laughs> Is there anything fitnessy in Nightmare Alley? I mean, you got to be, you know, in shape to be the strongest man alive. That was that one guy. Yeah, Ron Perlman. Bruno, yeah, Ron the Perlman. Man. Yep. Yeah. All right, there we go. We got some in there. Okay, let's see. Thoughts on using... This is coming to us from Instagram. Uh, thoughts on using a 20-pound weighted vest while doing a normal free weight workout. While doing it, while doing a normal free weight workout. Yeah. Um, so you just add a 20 pound weighted vest during a normal workout. Uh, I mean, why the hell not? I don't know what, what real benefits you would get. I'm trying to think of what you're, I guess just walking around in it. I mean, while you're doing your workout, you're just adding the extra weight on for some, 
some more calorie burning. I mean, I, if I'm doing that, I would probably do it on a hike that I wanted to kind of evolate, elevate, <laughs> evolate, evolate, new dumbbells word. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. means you levitate and elevate at the same time. Elevate. <laughs> uh, uh, you gotta you I stepped on to the machine it elevated um I think uh I think like if you want to up the intensity of like a shorter hike or maybe something that isn't as intense with hills like I add the vest to it or if you're doing something where you kind of target it or lean into those body weight movements to where you'd have you know you'd get some benefit by having an extra 20 pounds on you but I'm just trying to think like if I'm doing like lat pulls and laying down and doing bench and rows and stuff. Like if I'm doing a free weight workout, I mean, I, yeah. I don't see there's, I don't see the harm in it. Yeah. I don't see the harm in it either. But like you said, like if you're doing like squats with dumbbells, adding that isn't, I guess an easy way to add. I'm not sure if, you know, if this person is working out at a gym or at home, but that could be a way to make your, like, if you have to work out at home and you just have a certain amount of dumbbells, that's a way to add weight to that. Good but point. like you said, if you're, if you're just, you know, laying down to do bench press or whatever, that wouldn't necessarily matter in that moment, but it's not going to hurt anything. Yeah. Free weights is what jumped out at me. But yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm with you at home, you know, just to kind of, if you're limited in your, the amount of the tonnage you have uh, for your home gym, you know, why not add a little extra 20 on the vest? And, you know, I, it doesn't hurt, I guess, you know, you're, you're going to, up your, you know, your overall burn for the day. If you're carrying around a little extra weight. Yeah. Uh, that came to us from the, from our, our at the dumbbells on Instagram. You can reach us at, at the dumbbells across all the socials. You got any other ones on there? you like, Oh yeah, we got another one here. I, I don't know if people want their name to be said. Should I say who it's from? Does I that make people excited? I don't know if it makes them excited, but say it. So the last one came from, uh, came from, uh, now this one I didn't say because I don't know how to say it, but I'll spell it. It came from D S A K I M A E. Oh, Sakame, 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 Sakame. Yeah, he's one of the Sakame brothers. They're good. They, I know them. They've they listen to the show and other. They're good guys. What's oh, cool. Up? Okay, cool. What's up, dude? Wear your twenty pound. Wear your twenty pound weight vest, tough guy. <laughs> okay, this comes from the Kim of comedy. Okay. Cool, feeling man. limited running and doing workouts with my dumbbells, 20 to 35 pounds. Is it time to join a gym? Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here. Kim of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> I would say if you're feeling limited with, um, with those dumbbells, if it, listen, if joining a gym right now is still kind of like it, like definitely still is up to your, um, comfortability level and what, if you feel comfortable in the gym that you used to go to or finding a gym that you do feel comfortable going to. Um, I know like in Los Angeles, it's still masked, um, indoors. And so, you know, if you go to a gym with, masks indoors, you know, I want to feel like I'm at a gym that is taking that seriously, as long as that's part of what's going on in my city. And so the gym I go to does take that seriously, which I appreciate and feel comfortable in. Um, if you, I would say if you aren't ready quite to join a gym, I, take things to single leg. That's how I 
you know, you double the weight as much as you can or single arm, you know, you can find some pretty fun ways with, you know, everyone being home for two years online that will help you make the weight you have heavier without having to buy new dumbbells. Hmm. Bands help. You can get bands to make those dumbbells harder to, to move that kind of thing. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah. A lot of, a uh, lot of online resources for how to spruce up home workouts, you know, with minimal costs. So instead of, you know, it can be kind of expensive when you start trying to get heavier and heavier dumbbells, but you can add bands, which are more affordable and increased tension and resistance that way. Um, I, I would say, let's just assume all things being equal that gyms are safe or you want to go to the gym or you're open to take on yeah. whatever risk that that will entail. I think you're in a great place to where, um, you want to, you want some variety and you want to go. I say, if you, if you can, and you feel safe, capitalize on that. Cause that's a good feeling to be like, wow, I've really hit my limit here. And I really want to try. I, I really want to have the variety. Um, I think that, you know, obviously, obviously the gym will award that to you and then you can kind of go in there really inspired and excited to try a bunch of new shit. I mean, if you've been just running and doing it with those dumbbells for this long, you know, imagine what you can do with all that stuff at your fingertips. Yeah. What about at the Super Bowl though? No masks on anybody. And they're, you're supposed to wear, even the celebrities weren't wearing masks except Kanye, but that was like a kind of a different deal. <laughs> yeah, this was, he's going through something, you know? Um, um, but nobody, uh, yeah, it, and not even an effort, like not even around their mouths, you know, or down around their necks, like they were yeah. eat, pretending to eat or anything. People just straight up didn't wear it in there. Well, and it, it's in LA County, right? Yeah. And that's like the whole thing that California is going to no masks. It's already when there. Outdoors, right? Except in, indoor. Oh yeah. Sorry. Indoor, but LA County was like supposedly holding out on it. Yeah. And the Super Bowl just showed that, um, ain't nobody holding out on nothing. <laughs> so, cause usually they'll kind of like, if you want to be on the, they want to be on the right side of things. And so they'll just still do, you know, they'll still just right. wear the mask, you know, <laughs> they were like everybody, nobody added on. I was, I, I mean, was honestly, shocked. it's it to me. I'm just like, yeah, everyone at the Super Bowl is rich. So they just, don't they just get to do whatever they want? Which I mean, I'm rich people come at me, but we got a lot of rich, rich listeners. To, <laughs> if you're rich enough to go to the Super Bowl, you're rich enough to probably just be like, I'm I'm good. I don't need a mask. Um, now you mentioned that you you want a gym that takes it seriously. What about if LA lifted the ma indoor mask policy and your gym didn't require it anymore? Would you still continue to wear a mask? Let's say it happened tomorrow. No, I would, I'd gladly take my mask off, <laughs> but I, I, but I like to like, if it's like a rule, yeah, I want to do the it. Rule. I'm the same. I second, just the like, second they lift the policy on that one. I'm, I'm, I'm glad, <laughs> but Get it, I can't I'm wait. the same. I'm the same. Cause it did. It did. I was like, what are these fuckers doing at the Super Bowl? Like we're supposed to wear them here, but they're not wearing them. Yeah. Cause I, to me, it doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt to wear them. Yeah, it is annoying, and I truly hate working out with it. That's why I would love to not have to work out with it. Um, but yeah, to I I I'd like to not get COVID still. <laughs> so I mean, that's the easiest way. Yeah, 
I just to you avoid know, it, but if I'm I'm fucking putting this thing on every time I go to the goddamn Trader Joe's, but Benefers, you know, sitting with seventy thousand people and they don't have to wear a fucking mask. I know. I'm, yeah, I'm I know. Dragging this thing out of my fucking glove box every day. Uh, anyway, God, I know. <laughs> Interesting. Um, you want to do one more? Yeah, you want to do one I more? Would, real quick? I'd like to do two more. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, do them. Yes. Okay. I'll but tune this, out for actually, one because I, I have agree qu- to one. But <laughs> oh, sure. Okay. Okay. Dr. Damien Gibson. Well, I almost thought you were going to say Dr. Doolittle, but go ahead. <laughs> That's the next question. Okay. Dr. Damien asked Is smaller daily exercise better than one or two big sessions a week? So read it one more time. Is smaller daily exercise better than one or two big sessions a week? Great Mm. question. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Very interesting. This will be the one I sit out. Go ahead. Okay, me too. Me too. (laughs) Jason, get in here. (laughs) Um, uh, Well, listen, I I think that smaller daily is better for like maybe long-term health, overall health. Um, It might be slower to like get like maybe high heart rate, like for long periods of time. So potentially fat burning could be lower. So maybe it would take like weight loss longer, but I don't think it would negate weight loss if that was the goal. But I think for me, if I'm, you know, if I'm going to put my opinion out there, having a daily habit of that is healthy. Um, yeah. Having one or two, like go balls to the walls workouts. Like you might still see results. I don't know that you wouldn't, but I think the habit there is, is a little bit harder on your body. Like long-term. Hmm. Like chill five days, two days, you go freaking crazy. I think that could ham be just is what yeah, people were saying about ham. ten years, ten years ago. The kids ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be, I would say, the smaller workouts every day, and you can still go hard in the smaller workouts. But um, yeah, that's what I would say. Well, thanks for the brain buster, Doctor Damien. Uh, it's tough. I, you know. I'm curious as to the timing of it. Like how long are the big workouts and how long are the little workouts? Um, I, I agree with Aaron's points on, you know, like long-term building healthy habits of like, I'm exercise is something I do every single day. I think is the better. I think he's going to stick with it longer. Um, you know, especially if they're not too long or daunting um, of workouts Versus it seems like a lot can happen if you're only allowing yourself to do it every two days or every, I mean, only two days a week, I should say. So as far as like healthy habits, I feel like you're, you're, you get into a sweet spot when you're doing the the shorter workouts every day. And then I think, you know, I think as far as, you know, creating fitness that you can build on, I think again, doing it every day too, because I, I guess you could scale it, you know, as you get more in shape and stronger um, you, you know, you up the intensity or the, the weights that you're doing now, this is all we're, we're granting that you're, you know, it's not the same exercise every day. It's like, you're, you're changing it up and you're being mindful and you're doing uh responsible programming. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of tend more to, 
um, the smaller every day. But then again, you know, it also, when these questions come up, you always want to like cheat and just say, you need a little bit of both, you know, you need, you know, some frequent shorter workouts, which is great. And then occasionally you want like a little bit of longer, you know, so anyway, but if I had to pick between the two, I agree with Aaron. Uh, Good. It's good. Um, Long long rambling response to me just saying that. (laughs) I agree with what Aaron said, but Hey guys, that is the dumbbells. That's what we do here. We repeat what each dum, other says. Da, dum, dum, dum. Dudes, you got Aaron and Stanger here. We're interrupting the episode really quick to talk to you about a great sponsor we have for today's show. They're good friends of ours. We know them. We love them. True bill guys. True bill. True bill, man. True bill is our, Bud. Are you kidding me? They are the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. Here's the deal. A lot of people are going back to work, Aaron. A lot of people are uh, heading back into the office. Now, I think for all of us to, to pass the time at home, to get through the day, to uh, feel like our lives were enriched, you started subscribing to a lot of stuff. I just certainly didn't limit oh myself. My gosh. Yep, subscribe, just, subscribe, 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 pay subscription, pay subscription, all the streamers, everything. Sign me up. I'm here. I'm I here to it win. All. I, if that show is on that place, I'll pay for it. Yeah, here we go. Let's Mad do Men, it. AMC Plus, you got it. 13 <laughs> bucks a month. Was it Yellow Jackets? You got to get Showtime. Gotta get Showtime. I don't know. I'm making it up. Is that what it is? I it just is. know I want to fit in. I want to be friends with people who are talking about it. You Sign do. Up. I'm you in. Signed up. And guess what? You probably watched them all. You're back at work. You ain't got the time anymore. Do you really need them all now? Do you even remember what you signed up for? I feel no. like I might have pulled the trigger on Stitcher somewhere in there. I don't know if I did or not. <laughs> I can't be expected to find out if I did. <laughs> No, you can't. You cannot be expected. It's like, honestly, it feels like a little bit of a scam. And I don't know that it, maybe they're trying to be a scam. Maybe it's like a casual scam, but like I've been scammed in my life and I don't want to be scammed again. Okay. And so the fact that these people can just like keep renewing your subscription without your like say so, I mean, maybe you said at some point, but like Come on. It's tricky. We don't read the fine, they, we don't read the fine print. Never. They know that. They never they know that. We never do. They make it they purposely make it hard to find out how to cancel. Yes. And it is it is a tactic they use. So all you guys got to do, you just link link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. Treat Truebill like your little concierge. Um Aww. they're going to do it. All those unwanted subscriptions, Truebill's going to get rid of them. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. That's close to a G, y'all. Hell yeah. That's, I mean, that's a lot of nice dinners. That's a lot. That's a beautiful uh, winter coat, <laughs> like a crazy expensive winter coat and ski pants. You get a jacket and ski pants and boots for that price. Meanwhile, I'm I still, mean, I got Stitcher I don't use. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm like wondering like what you can like right. what vacation you can take your family on if you just like get Truebill to help you out, Stanger. We can't go to Hawaii, guys, but guess what? I'm getting ad-free content on Stitcher. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good trade-off. I mean, 
I mean, you could be saving like G's left and right, Sanger. So get Truebill to be your little concierge to take care of you. Absolutely. I could be saving a full thousand dollars like this guy, Jeb D. This is a review. I've saved at least $1,000 and Truebill team does all the work. I have an alarming number of subscriptions. Truebill gives me complete visibility and power over all of it. Be like Jeb D. Save yourself $1,000. Y'all don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash dumbbells. Go right now. Truebill.com slash dumbbells. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash dumbbells. Save Jeb D a thousand. We also want to talk to you guys about Athletic Greens. We're very proud to be partnered with them. They're an amazing sponsor. I was using Athletic Greens before they got into business with the dumbbells, Aaron. That's how much I believe in what they're doing. You're always ahead of the curve here, Stanger, and that's that's why people come back for more. Uh, Athletic Greens was something I could do every day. I wanted to do it every day. It guaranteed that I was putting something right on and healthy in me body like clockwork. So if I had, like, we just had the Super Bowl's kind of a junky day for old man Stanger and his eating, but yep. I started the day off with some Athletic Greens, so I got the guaranteed... 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens in my system before any of that other stuff got in there. And so I was comforted. It was good to know that I was getting these this, this high-quality nutrients and superfoods in my system to help with my gut health, my nervous system, my immune system, my energy, my recovery, my focus, and to address uh, the aging issue that I've been having. That issue. Yes. Yeah. Huge. Now, Stanger, you mentioned on Super Bowl, you were, you know, having this to make sure that you were, you know, starting your day off right. But did you notice that it also supported your mental clarity and alertness? Absolutely. I felt like I could call the plays better than the coaches on the field. Mm, I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, they don't want an armchair quarterback, but do they know that I had one scoop of athletic greens today? Because the mental clarity is through the roof, y'all. And I bet I could call some good plays. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So I try. I put a call in Aaron. They didn't take the call, but I tell you what, I felt great while I was making that call. I was able to speak clearly and uh, and felt sharp. And a lot of that was because of the comfort of knowing that I had some healthy athletic greens that morning. <laughs> now, it also contains less than one gram of sugar uh, with high quality ingredients that your body needs no gmos no nasty chemicals or artificial sort of ingredients now could you feel that as well i absolutely could i could feel like my body was absorbing all those ingredients um all that healthy stuff and i like the taste of it it's got a good taste really Mm. you take you take the one scoop you mix it in a cup of water i use ice cold spring water uh, it actually tastes delicious. I look forward to drinking it every day. It's got a beautiful green color. It's from a, a company out in New Zealand. So, you know, they're always doing good, healthy stuff out in New Zealand. That's where the Hobbit houses were, guys. That's right. Yeah. So good enough for Hobbit houses, good enough to get uh, these 75 superfoods, vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and adaptogens, right? Um, yeah. I like it, guys. It's less than my cold brew habit. Um, mm, yeah. yeah, it's that, less than $3 a day and cold brew is like three twenty five. if you're getting uh, it good. No, you know? I'm getting, mine's more expensive than that. 
kind of stuff that Ooh, I'm getting. Oh boy. I'm going real, yeah. real high with the cold brew. And it ain't doing the same stuff for me that Athletic Greens is. That's um, right. That's right. Yep. It's cheaper than getting all those different supplements I would need. Like if I was just trying to, you know, get all that good stuff in supplement form, it would be, you know, a hundred different bottles and it would be way more expensive and a lot more than I'm spending on Athletic Greens. Well, you know what I love is that for every purchase, they donate to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S. And in 2020, Athletic Greens donated over 1.2 million meals to kids in 2020, which, man, we needed it. Yep. I love that about them. I also love that Athletic Greens is a climate neutral certified company. That means that they are fully carbon neutral business. Uh which is great to hear because, you know, we only got one environment. We only got one mother earth and uh, athletic greens is doing it right. All right. Right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. So to make it easy, athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And now back to the episode. Okay. Last question. I just really, I want to, I want to right. talk about this. Okay. This comes okay. from Hoglum, H-O-G-L-O-O-M. The Hoglum? Hoglum. The Gob Hoglum? Hoglum? The Ooh, I gob, love this game. The Gob Hoglum. Hoglum coming for you. One thing you wish Insta fitness models would post about to reduce unhealthy comparisons. Mm. So one thing you wish Instagram fitness models would post about to reduce unhealthy comparisons. Um, I'll say I have, I have liked, um, there's like a trend where people will show, their the way their pants are pulled up makes them look thinner and mm. then like they'll put they'll like show them a different angle and they kind of like show kind of their lower belly or their lower abdomen or whatever and it might not be as perfect looking yeah or like Jared just used the to way do, like their Jared bikini. used to do a, a lot of stuff with pants right we don't talk about Jared anymore, Stanger. <laughs> did you see when he like did you see when he released the statement from jail where he said like I screwed up royally? <laughs> it was just like what? It was like wow, we finally got the apology we all want. It reminded me of like me going into my parents' room and be like it finally admitting to breaking a vase or something like, Hey guys, I screwed up royally. And it's like, Oh, I don't think you could say that about being a pedophile. <laughs> no, no, you can't. Uh, Someone take the microphone away from him. My God. Sorry. I, I agree. I like that when they, when they show like Instagram versus reality or whatever. And like, they show like they look all dumpy and then they like pose the right way with their pants fitting and it looks perfect or whatever. Yeah. Oh, cool. I think that that, that has helped. 
Um, but I also still think feels a, a little gimmicky thing, to me. It, it definitely does. But I do think there's a lot of times where I'm like, oh, I wonder what I would have been like if I would have seen like the before and after of like, you know, even when I was growing up, it was um, photoshopped. Like it was just like, you know, they started like Dove was one of the first companies that showed like unphotoshopped women in ads. The, can- um, the I- ice cream bars. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> yeah. 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 You can eat soap. You can. Um, Don't the, isn't stick? there Dove ice cream bars? There is. Yeah. No, this is Dove. Okay. Body. I know what you mean. Like I know. No. Sh- okay. All right. All right. Um, that's a wrap on thing. <laughs> no, um, I'm just getting going. Just getting warm. <laughs> um, but I, I would say I think that like, like something that like people, something I struggle with about people seeing like trainers. Like trainers' bodies versus like regular everyday humans that have jobs that aren't exercise. Like trainers have that's their job. They get to like work out, they train other people, they aren't sitting at a computer 10 hours a day. For the most part, there are exceptions to that. But I think that seeing that a trainer, an Instagram like fitness model or whatever looks like this because they can and do like their body is their job. So they spend a lot more time than most like normal everyday people have on their body. Um, so that's the thing that I wish that it was like, I like I work out 20 minutes a day and this is what I look like. And I'm like, that's not true, but you you know, people want to seem like they barely care about their body and still look awesome. So that's the thing that I do wish Instagram, like modely people would say is like, I work out really hard. I eat really well. I am very, not maybe lucky to look like this, but also like genetics, that's luck, you know? So, yeah. So I wish that that was maybe a little more prevalent of like, those Peloton instructors, they're working out eight hours a day. Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you remember, um, there was a time you might be too young for this where it was like, it became really cool or it was, we respected when somebody talked about having a whole team of people. I just remember Bruce Willis and Demi Moore and they would have like, an entourage and like Demi Moore would say like, I've got 10 people, like a trainer, uh, a yoga instructor, somebody that stretches me, a nutritionist, a personal assistant, a spiritual guide, all this kind of shit. We're like, wow, that's cool. And then it was like, then there was a tipping point. Everybody's like, ew, that's gross. That like you're, what a gross display of wealth or whatever it was or waste or something. And then now you're kind of right. Like, I feel like there is, you know, maybe in the fitness world, there's people that like, um, that really talk about grinding and how hard it is. But I do feel like there's a lot of kind of young people that clearly look fit, but they just pretend like, you know, nothing's happening. Like I'm just naturally thin, you know, and like food, yeah. you know, and like, just like, like ripped, you know, like crazy. And it just seems like they're just kind of like milling around, getting coffees, wearing giant <laughs> sweats, 
you know, tons of like yes. huge shoes and sweats and like no exercise <laughs> fit in there. And they're just kind of like, Bleh. um, so yeah, yeah. I just happened to look this hot. That's yeah. the, like, I just yeah. happened upon this. And listen, that is the case for some like genetically gifted people or like, I'm, there are those people that are like, you know, young enough. It came through their genetics. They are lucky. Yeah. Um, but those people are very, very few and far between. Yeah. Other like these poor, like, like moms that I see that are like trying to like get in shape after like having a baby and now their baby's a toddler. And I'm like, you don't need, like, you can't, you can't even get there unless you like left your family and, <laughs> and, right. and moved to a deserted Island to focus only on hotness. So that's the thing where I'm like, just the snap back, the snap back, baby. Look at these crazy so. giant jeans. I'm obsessed with French fries. Blah, blah, crazy. <laughs> and like a weird, like dad hat on or something. And you're like, wow, they never exercise. Um, I, I think that maybe they could show, I think it would be cause they, you're right. They do show those pictures, um, which are cool to see, but I just, I feel like even that, like, you know, it also becomes about how good they ultimately look, you know, when they do the right pose. It's like, or- look how bad I can look and then look how good I can look. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you impressed? And I'm like, yeah, I yeah. am. Okay, cool. What's next? <laughs> I think there's something to be said about um, seeing people truly in a um, a little bit of like a an off season because they they'll schedule like we've talked about on the show before they'll schedule a bunch of photo shoots when they're in their best shape and then they'll yep. take tons of pictures and different looks and then they'll slowly kind of roll them out over the year. So they can always post things where they look really fit. But I think, you know, maybe, you know, showing a little bit of like, uh, Hey, I, I've got this thing coming up right now. This is where I tend to kind of keep my weight. This is what I'm going to work on. And this is what my food's going to look like for, you know, the, the three months that I prepare to kind of get ready for this and really show it because everybody, you know, they'll still kind of do that, but it's still, it's still juiced up and they still are making sure they present themselves exactly right. And really the only time you ever see that is, um, is like a celebrity, like on, you know, they'll be in like, you know, Barbados or something and they just catch them at the beach in between movies. And you're like, Oh my God, what what happened? (laughs) But it's just like nothing. They're fine. They're just, you know, eating like a normal person and then relax before they shoot the next thing that you're going to go watch. They'll get themselves in shape. That's just what people do. But you know, it's more just this kind of weird schadenfreude as opposed to just like a normal part of like, you know, your fitness journey of being Oh, Sometimes I'm really dialed in. Sometimes I'm a little bigger, but it still looks good. And even, you know, even if I don't like it and, you know, I think that way then anybody can just judge, you know, to where it's like, I don't feel my best, but I bet most people would say like, still look great, you know, but uh, yeah, I remember I was training. I was, I felt like, I remember this one specific day that I felt bigger. Like I felt like bloated or like something just, I just felt bigger than I felt comfortable. And I was showing one of my clients a move and she was like, Whoa, you look really strong. And I was like, what? You know, cool. Thanks. Whatever. Like finish the session. And then like, I made, like I recorded a video and I like looked at myself like, and I was like, I do look strong when I'm doing like movement. Yeah. But when I'm just standing here looking at myself, I feel 
not like that. And so it is like a little mind game of like, yeah, some, you know, like, showing like putting yourself out there as an Instagram fitness person, like putting yourself out there, even when you don't feel super, super hot, but showing the strength, showing the changing of your body, that it's not always every day, this, especially my God, especially for women, like our bodies go through so much shit every month that like, if your body looks the same from photo to photo, then you are, you are a witch, which, you know, that's cool. I mean, call me, but like it's, yeah, our bodies change so frequently that it's, yeah, that, that's a good point. I like that point. Stanger dumbbells for the win. Yep. We did it guys. And I promise you there's, if you're looking, if you're feeling a little thicker, people like that. There's uh, there's always somebody like a little extra jiggle that bothers you that doesn't feel right on your body or in your mind. There is somebody out there that likes that. Uh, not that you should uh, attach your self worth to what other people think or what other people like, but I don't know. It is it is comforting to know sometimes that like you have an audience that's into that. Um, you know, some people uh, you know like a thicker milkshake. Well, speaking of thicker milkshake, let's talk about freaking P90X. So P90X um, started in 2005. Uh, It was originally Power 90 Extreme. Um, That's what what you get the P90X from. It's created by this guy, Tony Horton, who also (laughs) led our class. Um, And it's a a commercial home exercise regimen. It was developed... Um, as a successor to another program called Power 90. It consists of uh, cross-training and periodization combined with nutrition. There's like a nutrition element that we obviously didn't get into in a dietary supplement plan. It was heavily marketed through infomercials. If you guys are old enough, I'm sure you remember the infomercials. They came, mm-hmm. uh, you know, post Bowflex, post the Bowflex craze, right before Insanity. Insanity was kind of like another take on this type of, uh, this type of exercise program. Uh, and, uh, in 2007, uh, they started selling, uh, workout DVDs. Um, and then ultimately it got pulled into this beach body, um, program, which is like an overall, like, uh, I guess aggregator of a couple of different things. And now that they, now they have P90X, um, and, uh, you know, here we are. And so what we did is we we did it through the Beachbody company and uh, we picked, Aaron picked, all the workouts are about an hour long, right? Are they all an hour long? God, they're mostly an hour long. I think there's some that were like 48 minutes maybe, but I, I the ones I was looking at were all, they were all an hour. Right. And so, you know, they consist of, you know, some of them you need more equipment or less equipment. Um, they're all... They're all obviously home gym friendly, but some of them you need a bench and like some weights and shit. Um, yeah. And I, if I remember from, I've done, I did this whole like series when I was like 26. Um, I think it helps to have a pull-up bar. This is when I had a pull-up bar in my pull-up house. Bar. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't do a pull-up to save my life, but <laughs> still can't. <laughs> Uh, and so we did this, um, we did the, if you're using the, if you're using the website, we did the, the first listed, I guess, um, plyometric one, which was an hour long. It consists of a short warm up, 
where you just kind of like marching in place and then you do some lunges and different things, some different movements. The warm up wasn't exactly easy. And then it goes no. into <laughs> yeah. to these couplets that oscillate and they're all uh, four, three rounds of um, three different exercises for 30 seconds. So you don't worry about reps. You do them for time, 30 seconds with the fourth exercise in the couplet lasting a minute. And then you, you go through it twice each couplet and then you get a 30 second that I didn't stutter there just a 30 second water break and then you start another round 30 seconds 30 seconds 30 seconds one minute start over 30 seconds 30 seconds 30 seconds one minute start over and I would say that they they kind of design them to increase in complexity and uh, maybe impact as you progress so you start a little lower impact and then it, st- it starts to kind of kick up. Although I found some of them, in a, you know, Aaron, I'm curious to hear you speak to this. Some of them, you know, early on, I found to be kind of challenging too, which maybe they didn't think were going to be. And you could tell the people like doing the class because there's, it's the guy, Tony, that we were talking about. And then, uh, and three other people, th- three other people to where they're like, Jesus Christ, like, what are we doing? They were struggling, <laughs> which does make it kind of comforting because, uh, headline here. It's, it was fucking hard. It was hard. It was fucking hard. <laughs> it was so hard. Very hard, very long. Um, they have the, they have the clock going the whole time. Like it's kicking down the hour. And so you're kind of like, I felt mentally fatigued and physically fatigued. And like, I looked up and there was like 47 minutes left or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was too long. Too long. Yeah. I'd say too long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, but I, what the warm up was like 12 minutes, maybe even 15. So I was trying to like, I was trying to really like use that warm up as like a real true chill time because I knew that it was probably going to be nonstop once we got to the plyometric beginning part um but i don't warm up for 15 minutes any anywhere (laughs) so that was a little that was like it's like okay i guess this like i could skip through this part i think if i had less time and wanted to just focus on the workout um still warm up but like you know fast forward about seven minutes and then do like a eight minute warm up instead you know um but I, so I did this when I was trying to get in shape when I was like 26 and I was working as a valet and I would wake up at like 5 a.m. because I had to be at work at 7. I'd wake up at 5 a.m. I'd do this workout for an hour. Then I'd eat my toast and eggs and then I'd go to work. And I just remember this workout specifically, I would always skip (laughs) because I am, I'm an endurance person. Like I can go slowly for a really long time. Like I feel good. I know how to pace myself. Um, but this is not designed for that person. This is like 
big bursts of energy for 45 minutes to an hour. And it's like jumping all of this stuff where I'm just like, I never feel so heavy than when I'm trying to just jump around. Um, but it was fun to me. I did like, there were parts that were kind of, especially in the plyo side that kind of made me feel like a kid. Mm -hmm. Like there was like a part where it was like, you just like, you know, he explained it obviously better than I'm about to, but it was like, you kind of rotate off of one foot and jump with the other foot. And you just like kind of spin and do these jumps. And it was like, it felt like a kid playing, um, like don't fall in the lava or something at like recess. Hmm. And I have a good enough amount of space that it wasn't too annoying to like work around my like living room or something. But I do remember that being hard when I did this when I was younger and I had like an actual living room that I was trying to do this in while my roommate slept. So that I remember being (laughs) tricky, but it was freaking hard. And like I said, my knee felt it today. I felt it. What was the hardest exercise for you? Um, let's say, well, I'll say maybe the hardest to do from a, like a dexterity standpoint, but then the one that just got your heart rate or your wind took your wind the most. There was like the one where you like get down low and you're kind of like in the runner stance and then you switch. Yeah. My legs were like same. Hell no. And that hell one no. That one fucking zapped them. And you had to do two versions of that that were I couldn't tell what the difference was. I want to yes. say it's called <laughs> yes. the runner squat 180 jump switch. Yeah. I, I think yeah. you're I think you're right. And the, like um, I, I watched them and like that it would like that would be the second in the rotation. You'd do some kind of like big squat movement to start with, like a tuck jump or like a um like a squat jump. And then you would have to do that one second. And like that one's that. And fortunately they usually always followed that one with like the Heisman, some kind of like balancey type one that you could really just kind of sandbag and rest on. Cause I was like, yeah, if I had to do something similar, like I just wouldn't have enough juice in my thighs to do it. Like I just, yeah, my quads were burning so much because you're starting from that, like kind of crouch position. And yep. then you, you can't cheat the jump because you're actually jumping and rotating in the air. So you have to get up enough height because, you know, if you're just kind of tuck jumping, you can kind of just sandbag a little bit and cheat and be more shallow on the jumps. But that one just forced you to actually jump. Yeah, you can't fake <laughs> yeah. that one. Yeah. And so and then like that guy, Dominic, who's supposed to be like the um, the ringer in the back there that would like do everything like real exaggerated. Even yes. he was like, I need an extra minute. <laughs> I got to. <laughs> Yeah, I need a break. Freaking break. Did you notice how they dropped Tony's mic out a little bit too? Like he would be talking, but yes. they would just have their little public domain music playing. And I wondered about that. I was going to ask you like in a text because I didn't know if it would be interesting, but it I wasn't sure if it was my computer or if it was just... So I put on closed captioning so I could read him all the time. Oh, wow. Did, they, did the closed captioning mad. come up when he was mouthing yeah. stuff. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So it's, I'm wondering if when they were editing this thing, they're like, you know what? This is just, 
I'm getting bored of hearing him talk. Let's just like play the music and then we'll bring it up when it's pertinent because anytime he would, he, he laid out like an important instruction or something, you could hear it. But when yep. he was just kind of like vamping in between, they just, they just faded out his mic and then just turned up the little boom, boom, bam, boom, boom, bam, boom, boom, bam, <laughs> music. Well, and I wondered too, if it had something to do with like the beach body company taking, like having it on their website. Oh, maybe. I was like, maybe it's their like jab at like, this is ours and this is how it's ours. Was he something. doing too much know. like P90 branding type stuff or something? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe he's I'm talking like, about I, their supplements or nutrition or you knew you saw what it said. What was yeah, it? It was, it was just kind of him like saying like corny riffing jokes. on yeah. honestly. Yeah. But he, I forgot he has like a lot of like, he seems like he has a lot of sexual tension <laughs> and it, Oh, wait. Of course, my Siri opened up when I said that. <laughs> Siri said, who? Wow. Um, but it, like, there's so many kind of like. Your Siri just offers up all your porn searches. <laughs> yeah, to the dumbbells. They'll be really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he has like, like kind of like offhanded like casual sexual jokes throughout. And I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot about this. <laughs> he He's like, a, he's a really fit guy. Mm -hmm. Um, but he also doesn't do everything. Like he kind of like he, I noticed, especially on those fucking runner squat jump switches. Yep, he's walking around, he's walking around. On everybody. Yeah. Cause those ones are, will gas they suck. You. Yeah. 30 seconds, even 30 seconds is too long to do those things. Yeah. Um, the other one, the, the one that gets my heart rate up high is just any tuck jump. But then he was making you do like the, like, um, electric guitar side jump, oh, yeah, the rock stars. Yeah. The rock stars. And I was really trying to go for it with like pizzazz, like trying to really, you know, I'm trying to do it for the camera. I want to get a good, you know, yeah. good one for the real. Um, but but man, those are hard for me to do. Yeah. So I, I was very, um, you know, I've spoken a lot about my rheumatoid arthritis on here and like mm -hmm. how this specific kind of jumping is challenging for me. There was uh, somebody in the class. Well, they had two things. They had a guy uh, with a prosthetic leg. And so he was able to pretty much do everything. He had one prosthetic leg. He was incredible. And then they had another woman uh, who was super fit, but she was just showing people if you have some impact knee injuries that you can kind of scale it. Although she, she did, she just pretty much did everything. Like, uh, you know, some of the bigger jumps you would more just kind of step on, but she was really, I would say if you have knee stuff, this probably ain't the class for you. Um, and yeah. I, I, you know, I haven't done a lot of like, concentrated, prolonged hopping like this. And I did feel, um, you know, surprised at how much athleticism I've lost. Um, which I, I guess not surprised, but it's just interesting to see, like it just goes from you. I felt like before, you know, when I would have, you know, deal with my arthritis, it was always kind of like there underneath the surface. And like, I kind of like maybe get it back. And I feel like now it's probably, <laughs> probably gone mm -hmm. for good. But, uh, the, you know, I, I was able to kind of, adjust and compensate and, you know, you know, have a full experience and do the full class. And I definitely broke a sweat. It was really hard. I broke a sweat, sweat, like sweat all over my floor type sweat. Um, but okay. the question that 
the question that I ask myself is, would I, would I sh- keep showing up for this and continue to do it? I don't think I would. There wasn't enough to bring me back. Well, I, I would say for me, if I wasn't quite ready to go back to a gym, this would be an, a good kind of like challenge, um, sort of like challenge session, like kind of, if I had been doing my own thing over the last few years, trying to like stay fit or whatever, this is intense. It's extreme, but I liked the challenge without like being in front of him, like kind of being able to break when I needed to, um, push myself when I wanted to. Um, I, I like, I liked it. I like also it's nostalgic a little bit for me too. Um, cause it was fun to do when I was younger, but I, I'm definitely in better shape now, but it showed me some of my weaknesses. Like I don't do this sort of athletic style training very often. And it was, it was eye opening. Um, I definitely wouldn't do the plyo one all the time, <laughs> but it was eye opening to me. I, I agree with everything you said there, especially exposing weaknesses and the fact that it would be, you know, if you need some kind of variety to shake things up, the issue that I have is the length. Like it's just, it's just straight up too long. Like I'd rather it be, if I felt really inspired, like I could do two classes or something or like stack something, but just like, would I put this fucking hour thing on and just like listen to this guy for an hour with like the music True. and stuff. Like, I just don't know. Like, I don't know what, you know, we just didn't, we didn't understand at the time, you know, how to kind of maximize your time or what people would look for. And I, I mean, I think they're trying to create a lot of value and it's supposed to be extreme, but it just is like, an, it's like, a, it's a big commitment. Cause I'm thinking like, you know, when am I going to block off an hour and like take up all this space in the house to do this? You know, I don't know. Even if it was 40 minutes. Yeah. It would feel more realistic. Yeah. I it is it was like cuz I I when I texted you about it, I was like, "Oh, this is perfect. I have like I have a couple hours I can do this workout today." And then it was like kind of like life stuff happened and it was like, "Oh shit, now I really only have 45 minutes." And then it was like, do I not do it today? Do I do it tomorrow? Tomorrow's busy. I definitely don't have an hour tomorrow. So it is like, it felt like, a like I had to do more work to figure out how to do it than if it was like, like you said, like stackable or cause if you got into it, it was 20 minutes. You get in you're like feeling it. You go a second round, you know? Yeah, so yeah. But, you know, I just cut out some of the cat cows at the end and just got out of there. Because <laughs> he is thorough. It's, it's, it is very thorough. Yeah, it is. And this only, this one specifically only really required a towel. A towel and they stay a stool to do those like kind of leg overs or a oh, chair. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't do that. <laughs> well, I mean, I did it, but I didn't put a stool down. <laughs> yeah. Something to kind of throw your leg over. You could do it with a chair or like a, yeah. like a, my son, I used my son. I've, I like <laughs> inward crescent kicked him in the face a few times, but he popped but he's right back. strong. Though. He can handle yeah. it. Yeah. 
we put some headgear on him. He was fine. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah. What do you think of the guy running it? Do you think that guy's good looking? Is he or is he too like uh, he's like uh, too Kendall? He's, he's no uh, overproduced. He's just too goofy. Like yeah. he's, he's too so hot and too goofy. So it's like, it, he's not, I don't, I, I'm sorry. He's not even hot to me. He's just like, he has too many muscles and goofy. So I, it's hard for me to just, I'm like, pick one. Yeah. Pick one. He's very uh, um, infomercially. Yeah. 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 Um, But he, you know, he, he's, he's not so annoying. I would turn hit, turn it off. Yeah, I don't I don't think he ever pissed me off. Let me see. I did a poll to see if people wanted P90X or Insanity. Let me see if it's still up who won. Oh shit. I never look fast enough, but P90X was winning. Okay. Let me see here. Let's see here. I think I can get it. Okay, who won? Okay. We had P90X came in at 60%, Insanity 40%. Would did you ever do Insanity? Um no, but I remember it really well just cuz I I would always joke about muscle confusion and I've joked about it on this show before, you know, like their whole it's built around muscle confusion. <laughs> But I found, I watched the infomercials a lot and found them very inspiring because that guy is crazy ripped. He is crazy ripped. Let's do an insanity one and see which one we would pick. Okay. Great. I mean, we got to, right? Yeah, it's, no, great. It's I can't wait. only, it's <laughs> just to feel a little older and a little slower. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Aaron's doing the little like, like the uh, short boxing jab. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I found that um, there's, a, you do like this kind of like bonus thing at the end where they do sports exercises. You do them all for like a minute <gasps> and it's like, you have to pitch a baseball <laughs> yeah. and shoot a, like okay. shoot a basket. That pitch a baseball. I he could did not, not do it. He did not explain it first. No. And so that was one thing that is a big note I had is like that needed some explanation for me. I have never pitched a baseball <laughs> and one leg up and then and then a squat and then you go. No, I was like, I was just like staring at the screen at that point. The basketball drills I could do, but basketball felt good and actually felt like a good kind of plyo move. But yeah, you, yeah. He, it was like football, basketball and baseball and you do, you know, you exaggerate the pitching movement with the wind up and the leg up and then you, you throw and follow through and you turn that into like a squat and it was really hard to do well. And that is something about this class too. Like when we did the, um, when we did that other exercise, uh, that online thing, I can't remember what the guy's name was. I've, I, I messed it up too. I said it was John wick, but the guy's name is Joe wick. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Joe. Yeah. It was like body coach or something. Right. He, um, he would tell you before the clock started, he would tell you what it's going to be, how it looks and give mm -hmm. you like a really detailed explanation of how to do it. And then the time would start this one. You're just kind of, 
you're just thrown you're just into going. the wolves. I, the, the movements are a little easier to pull off. So it's not, it's usually some kind of version of a jump. So it's not impossible to do. And you kind of fall into line really quickly, but when they are a little complex, you can, you know, maybe miss the first couple of reps. And it seems like this is the P90X plyometric class that you just take over and over, I guess, you know, so yeah. I guess you would get better at it, you know, as you went along. I just, that pitch, I would have really liked a slow version of it first because that really came at me quick. I did not know what to do. Yeah, very hard to do well. And then you have to do it on your, your non-dominant hand. So I'm right-handed, like do it on the left side. I was like, I might just fall into my TV screen now because I'm definitely <laughs> not looking graceful as I do this. <laughs> Yeah, but here, here's what I'll say. I would recommend it to someone who wanted to like actually crank up their fitness level that had any sort of experience um, with like weightlifting and high intensity interval training. I would, you know, if someone was like, I'm bored at home and want to amp it up, I do think it does that. Absolutely. Um, but it not for like a working mother. <laughs> there's, there's not enough time in the day. Yeah. I, yeah. I would say if you know, if you, if you have a little ADD or, you know, if you're easily distracted or if um, you get bored, definitely not for you. And I would also say that especially the plyo version, I think, you know, all these have like a kind of beginner and start here type thing that we, we tend to avoid here on this show because we're, we are into uh Jackass fitness. <laughs> We're like the jackass <laughs> yeah, of fitness. We are. Hell yeah. Jackass of fitness. Now, now, now. Uh, but uh, we, uh, so I would say you have to have like a good baseline level of fitness uh, to, to pull this yeah. off and like actually get something out of the class. Otherwise it'll just be, it'll be a drag for you, you know, or you have to stop or you won't be able to do everything. Um, that being said, you definitely can scale it. And I'm sure, you know, if you're just, if one thing is too hard for you, you need to catch your breath. You could just kind of easily jog in place and, um, you know, or just not, not get so many reps in and they'll kind of like double time. And, you know, occasionally they would throw back to the guy that was really f <laughs> supposed to be really fit. He didn't seem, he seemed like he was struggling, but, uh, he well, would, some people can just jump really well. Yeah. And he seemed like that. Yeah. Jumping up and down. You can double time all the jumps. Um, because they do kind of a, a, a sure kind of steady pace on a lot of the jump squats and then you'll build to like more of a double time speed, but you could just double time it all the way through. I mean, I would imagine you could, you could just, you know, up the game. Barf. Yeah. Fit as many reps as possible <laughs> into it. Did you, did you Wait. break up? Did you break a sweat? Oh yeah, yeah. I was sweating like a psycho. Same. Um, the, the surprise for me was the squat jumping jacks. Yeah. And I think I will carry those into my workouts because they were so hard, but in a way that felt good, like an exciting, almost like these are challenge. Cause I do like lunge jumps mm -hmm. and those suck, but I see the value in them while I am young enough to be able to pull them off. Um, humble brag. Uh, but I, I've never done squat, like jumping jacks like that. And so that I will, I will carry that into my, and maybe even make my clients do it. Were you able to really get your legs out there? Like 
Pam could really like Pam looked like she was doing a Russian kick dancing or something. (laughs) No, hey, (laughs) no, I was nothing like Pam in that. Um, and I like if he could have seen me, he probably would have been like, "You're a disgrace." Because I wasn't even going that low, but it was what I, what I was doing hurt really bad in a good yeah. way, and so I. That's why I was like, I think I could do this and get better at it. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. So, I liked all the easy one, like the Heisman one, like that one felt pretty easy, and then you did like the double run Heisman thing. You could tell all of them were just like yes. really taking it easy. <laughs> They're I mean, like, you, oh, thank God, you have double to. tires. Yeah, yeah. the tires, yeah. <laughs> the double tire Heisman. Forward, 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 back, back, back. I'm like, great. I'll do this all fucking day. The one where you have to like just run in a circle around your t-shirt or your towel was really funny. <laughs> okay, I w- I was like, oh, I'm a hula dancer. That's what I felt like because you have to like only move your hips or whatever. And I was like, I don't think I'm doing this right, but I'm trying my best. Yeah, you throw a towel down and you're supposed to just run in a circle around it. And you just you can't help but feel like like Fred Flintstone running in his car. Like that's what it sounded like. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That is perfect. The Fred Flintstone. Yep. Yep. You did it. I like the skiing one too, where you had, where you had your poles, you know, and you have to like jump your hips back and forth while you're, Oh, I loved that one too. Yeah. That one felt great. That one was casual. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I even don't mind like the single leg hops that didn't bother me too much. I couldn't, I couldn't execute. Like you're supposed to do some kind of like figure eight type movement. And like that one bothers my, I just was, I was just hopping straight forward. I had to kind of yeah. cheat it. Cause I couldn't, I couldn't get that same, that lift, you know, to, to do that. Cause that like dorsiflexion on my foot bugs me. But, um, yeah, but yeah, actually I found that like I was able to do it, which surprised me. I can't remember what we did last time. Oh, maybe it was church dance to where I was surprised. You know, there's been some stuff that I've been avoiding. Uh, dance I, church. Dance, dance church, church, sorry. Church. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. there's, there's been stuff that I'm uh, avoiding because I'm concerned that it'll flare up my arthritis or it would hurt to do. And then I just tried it in doing these classes and I was, I was pleasantly surprised at what I was able to do, you know, and maybe I've kind of like, you know, I don't need the training wheels anymore. So well, that's why I asked you like, you know, do you want to do this or that? And when you said pick, I thought about your arthritis and I was like, well, I hope this is okay, but it's a good, it's a good test to yeah. be like, can you even with, you know, uh, like kind of coming in with your set of circumstances, make a workout like can he do a good job at modifying can you you know you're a trainer so you kind of know how to modify anyway um so what would would you say that he did a good job at modifications or did you feel like you were taken care of in that class um i felt like so two things um i like that it it Challenged some stuff that I hadn't tried in a while. I, I gave it a shot. I was able to do it. That felt good. I don't think I would have even come close to doing any of that stuff had I not had this experience. So good. Do I feel like they, no, I don't think they, I mean, I think you had, it's, it's on you. They say that the, the woman Pam was modifying and she, she kind of was, I would say on 30% of the exercises and the rest of the stuff, she just did what they were doing basically. Right. So that being said, I, I didn't feel like it was impossible to modify. Like I felt like 
oh, there's a logical way I can do this. Or, you know, I, I, you know, there, there'd be certain things like when they were doing like the tuck jump, she just tuck jumped and maybe she was just jumping slightly, not as high. I would say for those people, just, if you can't jump like that, just do a squat while they're doing the tuck jump, you know, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and there's definitely, at least on the audio that I had, he wasn't saying that stuff. It was like, you just kind of like figure it out. Um, <laughs> yeah. which is not, yeah. not impossible to do, but they're definitely, I didn't feel like they were, you know, going through any great lengths to make sure that there was a, a modification at all. It's kind of like you just do what, do what they do. That being said, I was able to do most of it and it I did have a good workout. So, uh, should we go into our re- recommendations? <coughs> Sorry, I'm coughing. Uh, what you get for, uh, smoking, smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Smoking. Just a big, kidding. I'm not smoking a cigarette. Just smoking a big old blunt. <laughs> and she's coughing like crazy. It's amateur hour with Aaron. <laughs> uh, our recommendations. Yeah, we kind of hinted at it. Um, I can start. I would say uh, I I can recommend this if you're looking for something really hard and you don't mind length. You can commit to length, and you've got a decent amount of space to do it in. You don't need a ton of space, but it, it, it is helpful, you know, if you have, you know, like a good open floor plan, an open area, yeah. you know, if you're, if you have like, if you're in like a studio apartment that's stacked with a lot of furniture, it'd be kind of tough. Uh, you could still do it, but I don't think it, it would be kind of a drag, I think. Um, so I said with all that in mind, I think, yeah, you I mean you get a good workout. If you're just, if you're looking for something hard, I mean, this will, this is definitely it. <clears throat> and maybe if you can't get outside, because weather's bad and you feel like you're missing on that kind of sprint cardio or the um, running outdoors type cardio, this, you know, will definitely get your heart rate up and put some color in your cheeks and you'll break a good sweat. Um, but I would say beyond yep. that, you know, I found it to be a little bit tedious. And, uh, and if you have any kind of like significant, you know, joint injuries or issues, you know, may not be the class for you. Yeah, I would say uh, my recommendation is very similar. I enjoyed it. Um, I would do it again. I don't think, I actually don't know how much is, do you know how much body, um, what is it called? Beach body. Beach body is a month. Let's check it out. Um, Finish your thought. Yeah, I would say that like, it's a good sort of, if you don't really know quite what to do, with the equipment you have or the like just even body weight stuff, I would say like this in um, P90X got me kind of started in an exciting world of fitness that I had never tried before. And this, even just doing this one class now really, like I said, highlighted areas that I do not, <laughs> I do not spend a lot of time in and it was fun with the like trying to feel like athletic it was fun to see what I could do what was still freaking hard um so I feel like this is if you're trying to challenge yourself without making your own plan this is a good route and this beach body like website has a bunch of stuff I got this um subscription because it has like stuff for 
um, like pregnant women and I, I have a few pregnant clients. And so I was trying to just kind of learn and see what was out there for pregnant women and, um, prenatal. And so that's, yeah, prenatal specifically, but, um, eventually post, but I, anyway, I realized that like P90X was in there and that was like, you know, like kind of like a fun little bonus here we are using it. Um, so yeah, if you have the the money, it's like kind of a big, um, what's the word? Like a garden. <laughs> yeah. I think garden is the word that you're looking for. Gardens is synonym for big. A big garden of opportunity. Uh, so it's looking like you can, it says get up to 59% off for only eight twenty five a month, $8.25 a month. Wow. Uh, I mean, for, for the amount of like information that is on the website, that is worth it. I mean, I don't know. That's great. There's so, so a couple of what they have here is hashtag MBF muscle burn fat. Um, they have uh PIO, uh, PIYO. They have insanity max 30. Um, and they have 21 day fix. And so a lot of these things are, are, set programs to where like this 21 day fix is it's 30 minutes a day for 21 days with optional weights. And then this insanity max 30 is for 60 days. It's a 60 day program, 30 minutes a day with no equipment and advanced skill level. And so the PIO is a perfect combination of Pilates yoga and fat burning cardio. This is another 60 day program, 20 to 45 minutes a day, intermediate level with no equipment. Um, and then they have other stuff with equipment optional. So there's like, there's like those, they have 10 rounds, which is a boxing one. Um, so all those ones I listed, plus they have 44 more programs. So that's like P90X and all kinds of different stuff. So it seems like they've just, you know, they get out there and they buy these, you know, kind of upstarts and then they put them under this beach body umbrella. And then you, you know, you pay access to this one site and you have access to them all. Now, I didn't download the app. I just did it through the website. Do you use the app, Aaron? No, I, I just use the website as well. Website, I found to be a little clunky. Like, um, Yeah, it, did, it is a little clunky. It didn't seem fast to me. Now, I didn't, I didn't play with the app, though. The app, may be, the app may be a little bit more streamlined. I found just using the website, though, was like a little clunky and slow. Uh, but you know, eight bucks a month. I don't know. What, what am I expecting? Disney plus? <laughs> huh? I mean, have you seen Craigslist? That's just freaking same the whole time. <laughs> uh, Free. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious if anybody's used the app, if it's any good. Uh, yeah. Let us know. Hit us up as the yeah. kids say. Says they have 2.5 million users. So, I mean, I think uh, this along with, you know, any sort of app or like you just like need to sort of be self-motivated in this. Um, If you are someone that is self-motivated, this is great. If you're not, you know, you could pay $8 a month and never do a damn jump squat in your life. (laughs) It says you can stream it on Apple TV and Roku. 
That oh, would be, cool. Yeah, because I didn't. I I did it through my phone, and then I mirrored it on my TV screen to do. But yeah, I just had my computer in my gym. That's your move. You unfold that computer. That's the <laughs> unfold move. that computer and get after it. That's the move. That's what people say, right? Unfold your computer. <laughs> uh, well, rock and roll. Old I think, man stinger. Old man unfold stinger. Unfold your computer. Bing, ba, ding, ding. I remember P90X. I remember when it was just <laughs> Power Extreme. Uh, oh, yeah. He said, this workout puts the X in P90X. That's what really got me. I was like, yeah, we have to do what puts the X in P90X. Are you kidding me? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, well, shit. There you go, guys. That was our did a review of P90X, uh, specifically the plyometric workout, the 60-minute plyometric workout. Uh, thank you so much to, uh, the listeners that contributed questions for today's show. We love hearing from you guys. Keep the questions coming in. You can reach us at ask the dumbbells at gmail.com for questions as well as recommendations, uh, stuff you'd like us to try. Stay tuned for us reviewing or trying insanity. Can't wait for that. Aaron will pick, <laughs> Aaron will pick the arthritis buster. Four hours. <laughs> you want to try this one? Four hours. You'll never remember you ever had arthritis. <laughs> uh, and then get us on our socials as well. At the dumbbells, baby. On but be- just at the dumbbells. Yeah, no baby, but you're the <laughs> no baby. baby. You're the baby. I'm the baby. Yeah. You're the baby. Uh, not the mama. How about that baby from Nightmare Alley with the little, the middle eye? Yeah. Creepy. Freaky. Yeah. Scary. Shows right, do, the, sh- do the thing. Shows up at the end. Uh on behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan, we are the dumbbells. And all our wonderful listeners out there that contributed your lovely questions. We love them. We like them. We want to hear them. We want more of them. We like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty. Eat clean. And live in between. That was a headgum podcast.